are on. Gentlemen, welcome to the show. Morning. How's the show treating you at Canadian Concrete Expo here? Amazing. We had the uh, Concrete Pump Rodeo yesterday. I heard that went really well, and I missed it because it was hundreds of people checking it out. It went well, but not so much for me because I lost. <laughs> but it was it was a great event. I think really good crowd. Are was, there really any losers at the Canadian Concrete Expo? Never. Never. It's the right thing to say. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I heard it went really well, and I was regretting that I didn't get a chance to see it. But I saw the videos a little bit later on, I guess, in the morning today. Yep. Yeah, and they turned out great. That was really good. And, uh, and then we had a chance to speak to the show uh, people, and they were like, we're going to do more of that next year, yeah. which is a great idea. You so. coming back next year, Scott? If I get the invite... Totally. I think anybody who watches the videos in their entirety, they'll probably notice that um, I was actually being heckled during my run in the rodeo. Who was the heckler? There's a lot of banter. Um, specific heckler? Uh, yeah. We have a specific I, hatred going on? I don't want to put anybody on the hot seat here or anything. You can just send a, like, slide a photo or something, or a handle, a social handle of who it is, right? Yeah, yeah, some, <laughs> something like that. Can No, no, we won't go there. We'll go there. Dispatch <laughs> called. You were late for your next job. Yeah. <laughs> Eric's back on the show from Cancrete, and we, you brought a friend, Scott, here from, uh, sorry, Canadian Concrete Pumper. Yes. Yeah, okay. And on YouTube. Concrete Pumper. On YouTube. On YouTube, yeah, on YouTube. Yeah. And, and then, uh, obviously, we got Cancrete back here, so it's uh, Canadian Concrete, sorry, uh, Cancrete underscore equipment on IG, and then it's uh, Cancrete.ca. Uh, email to share share it to get a hold of you guys. Oh, info at concrete. Info at concrete, right? And uh, what's your official title, Scott? In my business, yeah. Um, typical concrete pump business owner operator. I kind of do everything. When somebody, what what, what yeah. is a typical concrete pumper? There's nothing typical. That's about what a I was about pumper. to say. <laughs> Nailed There's it. There's nothing typical about them, right? Because you've probably seen your fair share of them, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, Scott. Scott wakes up really early. He, he, he walks into chaos. It lasts all day long. Then he goes and pumps concrete. Then he comes back and deals with everybody else's problems. And then maybe he gets enough sleep. My day is dictated usually about 5 a.m. depending on if and how many guys call in sick or hurt. And then People still call in sick in construction? You know, today's generation, um, you know, they've, yeah, yeah, I, no, we won't go there either. But yeah, it, it happens from time to time. Does it occasionally? Usually on Mondays, you know, following the weekend, it's just this weird pattern. I don't get it. I'll figure it out. They're day. looking for four day weeks. That's Absolutely. It's, I think it's work life balance, right? Yeah, that's it's what the it new is, thing. right? So, how's, it, how's the show been for you, Eric? How's the, the awesome. attendance of people coming by and checking out? I know you guys have a big booth. What's the booth number again? It's uh, 2145, right? That's it. Uh, in Hall 3? Hall 2. Hall right 2. By, right by the big number 2. Yeah, you wall. can't miss it. That's right. You guys are, well, is it the biggest booth? It's probably the biggest Maybe. booth. Maybe. We yeah. call it booth one, remember? Booth one is what yeah. it is, yeah. <laughs> right by the entrance. So, so, so you, the people that are coming in, good feedback, a lot yep. of questions, interested in what's going on, what's new, what's happening. Yeah, we got a beautiful booth set up in the pump, 38.5, same one that Scott used in the rodeo yesterday. So brand new, nice Kenworth, shiny rims. Everyone likes it's my it. my bread and butter machine back home. It's the same machine I run, which gives me little to zero excuse for losing the rodeo. Oh, we're going to still bring up that touch spot, eh? For years, probably years <laughs> He's going to be sore about it until next years year when he come. gets a chance to redeem himself. <laughs> How long have you been in the game? I started in 1999. Um, I got roped into pushing wheelbarrows full of concrete around. They still make wheelbarrows like that? Oh, we still use them a lot. They still then. exist? Now, now we, yeah, they do. Now they have these power buggies have an, an engine on them. They're, they're trying to evolve them, I guess. They're trying to evolve them. It doesn't make any sense. I was Why don't people just pump? yesterday. It's amazing what they can do with these things. Are they here? Really? Yeah. I didn't realize that. Yeah, they're like an anti-concrete yeah. pump. We I don't talk about them. You, you still want to pump all your concrete? He's bringing it up. Yeah, I'm yeah, not yeah, bringing it up. Here, Scott. <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, I, I just wanted to find out, like, it's like, how has it changed? The industry changed for you in 25 years. You getting in as a young kid, and now you're working it now, listening to the young kids. Yeah, I, I think the biggest challenge is the, the changing landscape of, uh, of employment. Um, Meaning? Back in the day, somebody would come in and we would interview them. And we'll get back to you. We'll decide if we want to hire you. Now the roles are reversed. It's almost like they come in and interview us, and we'll get back to us as to whether they want to work for us. And it's it's sad to say, but that's that's kind of the reality right now. Are you guys feeling, I guess, the pinch points in the in the actual industry? So the end user, you guys are coming up with the products that they need to make their jobs move. Are you guys seeing that they're ha- they're having some big challenges regarding the labor force, and you're you're designing, you're 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 making equipment that works better for their business. Yeah, the, uh, the machines are getting better, but the labor that runs them is getting more difficult to, to find. The, uh, Nobody wants to do it? Uh, yeah, and it's weird because being a pump operator is an awesome gig when you're good it's at amazing. it. Like, I would think it's like the rock star of a construction site. Yeah, right? well, no. you are the guy that can either make everything happen or make it all stop. It's almost like the helicopter landing on the job site. Like, it's just everyone parts the ways when they show up. Yeah, and everyone gets at their phones and takes pictures because they haven't seen it yes. before. It's, yes. it's, it's a good gig, but yeah, it, uh, we see some of the... You know, some of the companies are shrinking because not because they don't have the work; it's because they can't find the people. So, how do we attract more people getting into the industry that way? How do we, I'm sure, Scott, you've had some thoughts on well, that. That was one of my initial motives for starting the YouTube channel was just to try and get the younger generation engaged. Um, things like the Pump Rodeo, I think, help out. Um, I bumped into people, World of Concrete show, um, this show. Uh, young kids are like, "Oh yeah, I watch your channel. I, I want to be a pump operator when I get out of high school." Um, so, so I think that is maybe given a, a glimmer of hope, and I hope it comes to fruition. Um, I think we just got to think outside the box. We have to do something because it's, it's out, out west coast BC where we are. It's, it's dire straits right now. And the less people we have to run the equipment, it puts more pressure on the guys and gals that are already running the equipment. So it's, it's kind of a, a, it's, it's a double whammy. They get, they get burnt out. They get ground down. Um, so we've got to we've got to do something collectively as an industry to really really put a game plan together. I think we've been talking about it for years, but I think it's it's time to to you know put some put some action together. How is the training for you guys? I mean, obviously you guys are coming up with new equipment and new ideas are coming up, and now you got to teach. Mm-hmm. And is that like are are the new workforce not interested in being taught the new lessons? Is that what's possibly going on? It's just tough to get them into it. Once you get them in, they're hooked. Okay. And, and I think, like, the good thing about Scott's YouTube channel, sometimes the videos are long where someone's like, oh, it's a seven-minute long or a 20-minute long video, and they're like, I, you know, they have a seven-second attention span before they flip to the next reel. It's true. But they never actually learn anything about pumping concrete unless they put the 10 minutes in to watch the video because Scott's got stuff to say. All the videos have good stuff on them, but, you know, the kids just don't have 10 minutes because they got to get on yeah. to the next thing. But it's a really good trade, right? So there's a lot of lessons to be taught here, and, and you should be absorbing this stuff. It's not a second, seven-second taught lesson, right? It's, you got to take some time here. We just need to convince the kids of that. I'm trying to figure out how you would do that. I mean, the, the YouTube channel makes a lot of sense because then they'll see. I get, but are you also showing the goods and the bads? You're totally showing the realistic I, every day. I absolutely try to to keep it non-biased and show what a rough day looks like, what a good day looks like. Show all, all the scenarios that we go through to, to portray a, you know, the, the the real world picture of what's happening. Yeah, um, and I think that's important because concrete pumping is a great job, um, a great career. But the 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 bad days I think are some of the most difficult days you would ever see in any trade. 
Um, so you have to be prepared for that. And that's kind of what separates people that stick with the, with the career from those that maybe aren't cut out for it. Um, so I think being upfront, like when we interview people to train as, as pump operators, we throw the worst case scenario at them. We, we almost try, try and scare them away. And if, and if they're still comfortable and they still want to give it a go after that, um, then, then we'll proceed from there. But you guys, like, you guys are building equipment, so then it's problem solving. Like you, and, and labor saving. Yeah, labor, that's what it is. So you guys are already on the mindset when you guys are start developing this R&D, going out there, getting into the workforce, you're seeing where those pain points are coming from. Yep. So you're understanding that we need to change this. We know that this is what it was like 10 years ago, but now we want to do it differently to help you guys on the site, right? Correct. And then also teach. It's not that we're trying to make it easier for the new generation of pump operators coming up the, the ranks here. You just want to make it safer and better and more efficient for them, right? Yeah, and the the safer and better, like that's what the machines are developing into. Yeah, where like that nineteen seventy seven concrete pump was a weapon, and you had to be half <laughs> operator and half mechanic, and if you weren't half of each, you might not come home at the end of the day. Um, it's different now. They it's are risky. safer. They're yeah. smarter. They uh, and you know we need to teach the kids how to use the tech. They can learn the tech. That's what they're good at, right? They uh, anything that involves you know anything computer anything social media they're all over it if you can do that you can run a concrete pump you just got to have the work ethic to get up in the morning to get to the shop to hop in your gear to get to the job site are they thinking well from both of you guys are they thinking ah that's too easy of a trade i want more of a challenge because you guys are making it really making it look easy and then you're making it look very celebrity kind of status right but are they do they have that mindset where it's like it's too easy of a job i want more of a challenge I don't know that. But that's not the truth, right? I think that. I, I think the toughest part transitioning into it, especially from somebody who's coming from employment in a different sector, is the 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 working hours. There there is no set time when you're going to get off. Your days change every morning. Your job time could change. It's you really have to be flexible in that manner. And I think until you adapt to that, like even when I first started, I came from a nine to five job working at a at an uh, automotive um, uh, service center. Okay. Right, and then coming into concrete pumping, and you know, oh, it's four o'clock. What do you mean I can't just go home now? Right, that was it. Was it was a tough transition, and once once you embrace it, um, you just run with it, and, and I actually found that part of it quite enjoyable. It kind of added excitement and variety to each day, which might sound strange. It kind of broke up the monotony of it all, but I, I think that's that's one of the biggest hurdles for for people getting into it is just just getting comfortable with with that kind of kind of all over the place schedule. Yeah, I call it the two sixes in a day. They didn't realize that they did, it was two sixes in a day. It's just yep. a generation. It's just that, that. I mean, you get into construction. We all know there's two sixes in a day yep. because sometimes, most of the time, you'll see both of them on the day on the job site. Right? You'll get there before then. You'll start the job and you'll work the whole twelve hour shift and you'll leave and it's already six again. Right? So it's like there's two sixes in a day. When I fill out a pump ticket and I'm starting to, you know, I look at the times like, oh yeah, I better put AM and PM or this isn't going to make sense. <laughs> really, that, it comes up. And that's when I kind of reflect. I'm like, wow, this is pretty wild, actually. Well, I mean, outside of YouTube channel, I mean, you guys are also offering, or do you guys offer training and, and get more incentives of the kids coming in and, and checking it out, at least get their feet wet, right? Yeah. So there's two parts to what we do. The first part is just teaching them how to use the machines that we yeah. sell. The other part's done through an association where we give safety training generic to every concrete pump. So that's just something that we offer. I learned everything the hard way. I did a presentation yesterday afternoon. And I was nine when my dad said, hey, you can hop on the back of the pump and go back in ready mix trucks. Well, like, that's not allowed today. You can't be nine on a job site. Um, I could have been driven over and that was the end of it, of course, right? Yeah, yeah. But, uh, and then, yeah, at 18, I just, you know, I was pretty gung-ho to like, dad, I'm going to go get my license and I want to go run that thing. So I started pumping at 18 and then I'm like, well, I can't do this my whole life. And so I went to school, came back. 
And now I'm like, it wasn't fair how I had to learn, even though I learned better that way. I'm like, maybe I can just teach people instead of them having to learn the hard way. It, it could have been ugly. I could have hurt people. I could have hurt myself. Yeah, you, you need the training, right? It's important to get the training. But it's, it's, I still respect the idea of having someone that's young, not ready to be on the job site. But as long as you bubble wrap them a little bit, mm-hmm. right? I, I get it. Like, but I think it's, like, it's almost like a tradesperson's intuition where we, we are aware that there's no safety bracing here when certain stages of work is being done. So I, I like seeing the kids on sites. I kind of see But it, they have to be protected. Right. But it's not they're there all the time. It's not like they're not employed. They're not working all the time. But that's how the kids get ready. Like it's no different than seeing that kid at the end of the driveway and having his little toy truck being filled up with an actual excavator. Right. Mm -hmm. You just get that 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 seed that seeds put into them. Right. They're interested in the trade at that point. But yeah, and I mean, we started talking yesterday about what we're going to do next year for a rodeo. Like, let's change it up a bit. And they said, let's make it like a firefighter challenge. Because mm. everyone wants to be a firefighter when they're a kid or they want to be a police officer, right? And you see the firefighter challenges where they lay out 400 feet of hose yep. and they scale up the side of a building. Yep. And one of the customers came up to us and all they do is run steel pipeline on the ground or pump concrete through. Like, we want to have a pipeline laying competition. We're showing up. It was dad, his three boys. He's like, I challenge anybody to lay 500 feet four-inch line down that'll faster be than fun. us. That'll be totally fun. And if, if we make it look like that, we'll get the kids yeah. to be interested in being concrete pumpers. Why is it that you lost? Was it a points thing? So, I was really focused <laughs> He on might not tell the truth here. <laughs> I'm a little so bit worried about I'll, the I'll answer. I'll get his version, right? And then I'll find out the truth. So, I, I have a, a history of, of taking my time in these events. The first ever ACPA pump rodeo, which actually won, um, there were four seconds left on the allowable time clock, which is 15 minutes. Okay. Um, so, yeah, I, I kind of, you could say milk the clock. So what they did in future events is they factored time into the score. And, and a, a good friend of mine, um, Mike Setner from Conforms, shout out to Mike, um, he mentioned, he's calling it the Scott Sutherland rule. <laughs> like, you know, if you watch hockey or not, but when Sean Avery was doing the screen in front of Marty Brodeur and they came up with the Avery rule, okay. well, this is the Scott Sutherland rule, so they factored time into it. So once again, yesterday, I took my sweet time, focused on putting together a really pretty run. And I think it was it was a good looking run. It was just maybe painfully slow at, at certain points. And who's, like a who's, deer who's, in the headlights halfway through the wall. I, I had to just be nothing was moving. The boom stopped. <laughs> His fingers were frozen. I'm like Scott, what's happening? Like if the pump was going, the walls full and there's concrete all over the ground right now. And he was speechless. I put the mic up. There was no noise. There was no motion. I was focused. And it that was he lost it right there. Like he was at minute six out of fifteen. And I'm like, Scott, like... To, to redo it, I would have took a, a, taken a couple more penalties and just focused on, on being quicker. But it's all, eventually, it'll all be up on my YouTube channel. I'm going to give the stuff to Eric. Maybe he'll make a pretty video of it, too. And people can watch the whole thing, and they can, they can judge for themselves. And then you get, you're hoping that they'll see your rule. You'll, the, well, I'm hoping that they'll appreciate how clean my, one, my run was and how precise. They still didn't give you the window, I guess, eh? No, I mean, that's all that counts in the end. And, he he yeah. only had four penalties. The other guy had ten. So he uh, brute force and uh, a lot a lot of sloppiness on the other guy got him through faster than you came out the end. We so. were there practicing the day before. Hugo and I and, and Dan was playing around with the pump as well. And I knew it was going to be a close competition. Like Hugo was, was top-notch. He's very good. He legitimately won and deserved to. So Did he, get the, he, got the, he got the trophy, right? He got he, the big necklace. Got the big, that's, I see him walking around like he's it's flavor not, It's flavor. not plastic either. Like It's heavy. Oh, wow. Yeah. We were at dinner last night, and he didn't even wear it. I said, what kind of champion are you? Right? <laughs> you wear that every day for the next week. Very disappointing. We, we thought it was going to be a shoe-in. We almost put your picture on the trophy. 
<laughs> no pressure. I'm like, that would have been. Like, that would have been. Think about this. <laughs> well, that's good that you guys had a lot of fun doing that. That was amazing. It got a good turnout as well, too. Yeah, there was free sponge balls to be had. You could tell exactly who knew what a sponge ball was and why they wanted it when they were raising their hands. Because who needs an orange squishy sponge ball that makes a mess? So <laughs> once the people started rolling in, if I wasn't already nervous, it was a, a large crowd. I just. Maybe Let's going second psyched you out a little bit because you got to watch everything that was happening out there, and Hugo just walked right into it blind and didn't even notice there was a crowd. Now, would it, would it be fair to do a redo today or no? That's not fair. Is the so, pump still here? Oh, I don't know. No, oh, no. it's packed up and gone. I, gone. I have a year to stew on this. So, yeah, that's just the way it is. <laughs> so there'll be a little re, re, a rematch, I guess, next year, right? I certainly hope so. We shall see. Yeah. Scott, Scott's got his mind on other things. He's been drooling over trying to convince his brother that they need a new pump. Yes. So that's the reason for the conversation going on there. But then yeah. you lost. So. Yes. So that's back to the ownership and what I do. That's being a, a pump company owner is that you take out the oldest last pump in the yard to go out every day. You never get the nice new rig all the other guys do. And it's just been far too long. I'm like, I just need something new and shiny. If it has working air conditioning, phenomenal, right? Bonus. So what's stopping you? Uh, you sound like like uh, like Eric Sales guy Corey now. What's 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 stopping you? We had, we what's had, stopping we had you? The conversation. Do we want to have an amazing twenty twenty four or not? What's stopping you? I would say uncertainty in the economy right now. Who knows, who knows which way? I've been it's speaking a go. lot of people, man. Like this year's looking pretty good. I, like I'm seeing a lot of like be a lot of work. A lot, a lot of work. I've always found with, with our work out, out west, and I think our market is a little a little bit less structured perhaps than out east. Possibly. In, until we have our equipment on site pumping the concrete, I, I just I don't assume anything. Like, honestly, we'll get no, told about, about 20 projects that come up, and maybe we do five of them, and then 10 others that we didn't hear a thing about until a week before come up. So it's it, it's a tough one. It's, t- it's tough to pull the trigger, especially with, with cost increases over the years here, and everything's so much more expensive now. Um, there's there's a lot of uh, yeah we're just really a little bit a little bit skittish right now, but uh, as soon as we see those those interest rates drop a quarter percent or half percent it's it's go time. There we go. I uh, like that. That sounded that sounded like a yes to me. Yeah, and not to get too <laughs> too political, but if there were a change in Ottawa, that might give us a little more confidence too. <laughs> we won't we won't go there. That's a, that's a different but, uh, different that's podcast. A different kind so of show. October delivery is that what you just said? <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. basically what I heard. I, right. I heard a yes yeah. in October. Is this recorded? This is on tape. I, I think it is. <laughs> that's a sales. He's order. gonna pull the that's papers out of his pocket. Right there. Right He's now. gonna loop that little clip. He's <laughs> gonna continuously. It's gonna be his ringtone now. I think Putzmeister America needs Putzmeister America needs to sponsor the Canadian. Canadian Concrete Pumper YouTube channel. <laughs> Everybody campaign for me. <laughs> well, uh, anything else you guys want to share about this show as we wrap up on the second day? And what's uh, what's the forecast for the rest? I mean, outside we, we just shared, but for it, the rest of this year? I think it's the busiest show we've had yet. For it's sure. like full of people. It was yeah. really good. All the booths are full. It's nice to walk around. And, like, the displays are good, too. It's good. And it's good. And I, I encourage all the trades people not to be skittish about walking into the booths and actually meet one of the reps there and start speaking to them, asking yeah. them questions and check out things and kick the tires. Yeah. Kick I, the I was tires. surprised at the, the size and magnitude of the show. I've been to World of Concrete every year since 2005. I've never been to Canadian Concrete Expo. This is the first time? First time. This is five times bigger than what I expected. Really? Yeah, this is, I, I'm really really impressed with this show. So I, I will be back. I, I'd never come out before. So I've been to... The, it's huge. I mean, I just get lost in there, and I find this one's a lot more intimate, we're I think. S- we're stuck in our little world on the West Coast. It's it's weird. We're, we're in a little bubble out there, I think, sometimes. On what, the BC or the, on the Vegas side? 
No, BC. BC, yeah. Yeah, and Vegas is a two and a half hour flight for us from BC. That yeah. It's easier. Toronto's a little bit longer flight. But seeing what, I, what I've seen here over the past couple of days, I'll 100% be back. Not Especially bad. if there's a pump rodeo. It will be. There will be. Then there I will have, be. Then I have to be back. That's so this is two things. So you got October for the new pump, and you got next February for the pump rodeo. And use the new pump to practice for the pump rodeo. The, the like steps are already laid. I, I feel mean, like you two are in cahoots. <laughs> there was a meeting before. No, there was. No, there was just, no exchange it's so of natural. Anything. It just, it's obvious. That's why. It just kind of makes sense. I think it totally kind of makes I, sense. I agree with you. I'm going to get you to talk to the accountant. We'll, okay. we'll team up on her and, uh, yeah, we'll get things done. Sounds good. Gentlemen, thank you so much. Again, cancrete.ca at cancrete underscore equipment. And then also find his YouTube channel, Scott, uh, Canadian Concrete Pumper. Lots of fun there, and also the booth at uh, 2145. That's it. That's it, guys. Thanks very much. I yep. appreciate it. Appreciate Thanks, it, Manny. All right, Thanks take for care, guys. On. See ya.